to Third and Forty, the show that finally gives sports the attention they deserve. I'm Emily Ziering, and I'm here with my co-host, Ken Daler. Hello, listener. But not with our other co-host, Mary Jo Peel. Unfortunately, Uh we have news to share. So in our last episode, we let our listener know. It is tough. Um, Brace yourself. Mary Jo had to meet with Linda from HR um, to talk about some... Um, potentially disqualifying experiences that she had by attending a few different sporting matches. Um, And Linda determined that um, it was worthy of a 30-day suspension. Mm -hmm. So Mary Jo is off the air temporarily while she considers her actions. We're we're currently uh, negotiating the uh, terms of her return. Yeah. Um, There's no guarantee she'll be back, but... uh, we, we hope we can make it work. Well, we sure hope so for episode 10. I would really, it would really hurt me mm-hmm. if she weren't around for the next mm-hmm. one, whatever that topic may be. Right. Her voice is an important asset to our it show. It is. It is. Um, but in her stead, we have, um, is that the right word? Um, <laughs> in her stead, we have Ben. Ben. Hello, listener. <laughs> Welcome back. It's been a whole month since since we've seen you last. Yes, thank you. And I, I've had a I've had a chance to look up um, ties in tennis, and the word we were looking for last uh, last month was deuce. Oh, that's deuce. all. Okay, little deuce coop. Yep, I think that's exactly where they get it. Wow. Right, right, yeah. okay. Right. Thanks for joining us and filling in for Mary Jo. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm really happy to be back. Great. Our deep dive topic for this episode is going to be a bit unusual. We're going to be talking about Le Tour de France. What? I know. You're thinking, didn't we already do this? We did. Here's the thing. It turns out I got most of the details wrong. Oh, that I mean, that episode was basically Wikipedia. So you're saying that like a user who doesn't know anything about Latour edited the Wikipedia page Right before our show, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good description of what happened. Okay. Or someone who doesn't understand it at all read Uh read the page and misunderstood half Uh, of it. uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or so. It's a possibility. Sure. Yeah. So I thought what we could do is um, bring Ben in because he's a big fan of Le Tour, Le Tour de Homme de France, Mm -hmm. and and have him go over some of the mistakes I may or may not have made. (laughs) Well, all I was – I mean – I was only a little bit worried because both Mary Jo and Ken were like listening to Emily talk and say, oh, okay, and then asking further questions. Like it for a while, it seemed like you guys were actually interested. And I sounded authoritative. And you sounded authoritative. And you did say, I did, I watched some explainers and I did some research. So I was just worried that there might be some people who are thinking like, oh, I've got some information, might say it at a party. And then someone will be like, what? So our listener fun. does get a lot of sports information from us. Yes, and, exactly, and, and then takes news. that out into the world, exactly. and you don't want to, yeah. yeah, you don't want to feel embarrassed, right? Yeah, so I mean, I think the the big one was when they when you guys asked uh, who won the Tour de France this year, and Emily said it was a Norwegian. It was not a <laughs> Norwegian <laughs> at all. So I got the winner. I got wrong. You got the winner. <laughs> yes, you got the winner wrong. Okay. Um, so you're going to tell me you know who won? Yes. Now, the confusing thing for you guys might be, and this is probably about two seconds away from you being like, okay, I don't care. (laughs) But the winner of the final stage of the Tour de France was a Norwegian. Oh, but he just just won that stage, not the entire event. Exactly. So I can see that you you did 
You found something. Yeah, okay. I sure did. That was a little okay. nugget. A little, <laughs> little nugget I took away. Okay. And I think the confusing thing for most, I mean, I don't know. I tend to not like sports most people like, I guess. But the Tour de France is a 21-day race, but it's really comprised of 21 different races that you total up in, oh. dif- in, in different ways. Okay. So you get points every day. There are many different ways you can compete in the Tour de France. Some people are powerful sprinters, so they're going to worry about the points. And so they're going to try and achieve as many points as possible. Okay. Some people are very good climbers, and they're going to want to win the King of the Mountains competition. And and so that person might care more about winning the King of the Mountains competition than the whole Latour. Okay. And then so you then you have someone um, rulers like general. They can they can climb and they can sprint. They're very good. So the GC, the general classification, the total winner. Jack of all trades kind of person. They're good at at all of it, right? Okay. And so they will have they will be competing to get the lowest total time, and that's considered the single person who won the Tour de France. Oh, okay. But there are four different categories and of different competitions. So if you're a great sprinter, you might not care at all in the mountain stages, and you could finish two hours behind the winner that day. Because you don't really care. So long as sure. you finish and you get the most points, you're going to win the green jersey. Hmm. Um, okay, so this relates to Emily telling us about the different jerseys. The jerseys, correct. So, so tell us a little bit more about that. Okay. Because I have the feeling Emily got that mostly wrong. Well, I said there are four jerseys, and every day it, somebody gets a jersey. And that I was just hoping it wasn't always the same jersey. Yeah, right. Because they don't have time to wash them. It's not the same jersey. You, okay. You don't, it's like saying that you win the garland and that you're really only worried about the plants. You're not. You win it and you're demonstrating that you're ahead in that competition by wearing, a, you're allowed to wear a particular color jersey. And it's got mm-hmm. your own team logo on it. It gets made for you. It's, oh. it's a fresh, clean jersey. So like okay. overnight, they really quickly like throw it together. <laughs> they probably just they make iron them all on. beforehand, maybe? <laughs> well, that's interesting because I don't know the answer to that. Like you, you wouldn't – there's 20 teams uh, competing in the tour. I don't think you would have a green, yellow, uh, white, and, you know, polka dot jersey made for every team. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm, b- I'm believing the applique of your logo is what happens. But yeah, there's somebody with an iron-on thing yeah. right in the middle of the night. Yeah. I was like, Psh. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it's not the riders. The domestiques do not do <laughs> do the iron-on of the daily jersey. I'm sorry, the domus what? There are different roles on the team. This is another thing that you guys talked a little bit about. When you're putting together a team, which is not a national team, by the way. The oh. I'm sorry. The teams are not national teams? The Tour de France is just teams that are sponsored by a company. They're registered in different companies. So you might say a Swiss company, you know, uh, a Swiss team and it just happens to be where they're registered but they can have riders from any country and it's really just it's just financially backed by a company some sponsor decides they want to put together a world cycling team and they're going to do the grand tours so basically the whole event is brought to us by corporate sponsors oh yes all of the teams are named so you'll be like oh mitchelton scott or borahans groa they're they're all just companies it is confusing because Usually you'll have a team might have a um, one leader who's paid more than the others, and the rest of the team is the strategy is always going to be to make sure that that person does the best in whatever thing they're trying to compete in so that you'll have domestiques, which is low-level riders who are the ones who ride in front of the rider to save energy. They might go back to the team car to get water 
and they'll wow. put like five or six bottles of water in their shirt and hand it out to the teams. Okay. I mean, they still might make half a million a year, but <laughs> okay. they're just domestics. Huh. And so they know that. Well, I know Mary Jo was interested in like, why would anyone join a team? And they just know that that's what they were hired for. Huh. And so they're in. They're there to support the main rider. So I just picture the main rider surrounded by like Dobby the house elf, <laughs> like eight of them who can bike really, really fast. Well, Dobby can bike really fast. I'm sure it's, it's magic. Is there more than one domestique on a team? There'll be a few. Yeah. Okay. And then how many people on a team are like real competitors? And was that offensive to domestiques <laughs> that I asked the question that way? No, I don't. If you're well, a domestique so. and you're listening, right? <laughs> uh, it all depends on what the the team strategy, what they're out to to do. Okay, it's interesting too that you might have some very competitive riders, and the person who you think is the leader might not be the leader. They might not be have the legs for it, and then another one who's almost as good gets ahead of them in the you know, and then the team will change and be like, okay. New, new tactics for the rest of the race is we're going to make sure that this person, you know, and so they'll be, sorry, you thought you were the leader, but you just don't have the legs this race, you know, this tour. So we're changing tactics. By legs, okay. do you mean drugs? No. <laughs> I, well, maybe, but no. I don't. Huh. Okay. So does every team have the same number of players? Yes. Um, that was another mistake you made, but that one's fair. <laughs> they recently went down from nine to eight. So each okay. team has eight riders. Why is there a team when it's really just about one player? Yes, same question. Well, there is a team <laughs> classification as well, so you can win, and that's the, the total, the the lowest total time of your top five riders, or I don't remember, but there's some you can win the team. So you could be a total slacker, and your team could still win. Mm-hmm. That's huh. cool. Because it's so hard to do a race like that. There's no way one person, because. If you're biking behind someone, you can save up to 40% of your energy. So now it's a game theory time kind of thing. It would be so, if you were biking by yourself, it would be so easy for any other group to, to make sure that you didn't win. But because a team is needed, I don't understand why the team doesn't win. But the, the, be, <laughs> you think that now, well, I'm hesitating because is it possible? the team I, that makes the, could that you be wrong? The, oh, absolutely. But the general classification leader does that kind of thing where I can't, you know, I can't do this without any, like, they, it's, the classification is not the team one. It's not like the Minnesota Vikings won the Super Bowl. It's like, I won, and it's because of my team, and that's how everyone in cycling sees it as well. They don't think that there's just one person who won. They think Team Sky won. Okay. And then, of you know, of that, it was Garrett Thomas who won. Huh. Uh, the Brit who won the world, the Tour oh, de France. Oh, was a Brit that won the Tour. Yeah. That's nice for them. Great. <laughs> hey, speaking of the winner. Oh, I'm sorry, Ken, did you have a, one more question? I, I did have one more question, which is kind of a throwback to our last episode. Can you tie? It would be very hard to tie a over 2,000-mile race down to a hundredth of a second. But is there a tiebreaker in case it happens? Yeah. How would they do that? I don't know. I I'm, I don't know. Okay. Wow, I feel like we need the rule book. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something about that. You can get the same time as someone else. That's that's very easy. But you would always have an ordering within that. If you finish the race and your tires basically overlap, there's no gap, you're given the same time as whoever. So that way, everyone who comes in in a big group like the Peloton gets the time of the first person if there's no gaps. Hmm. Okay. Because... Whoever's in front is kind of an sure. accident. But, sure. But yeah. Okay, that seems fair. We'll allow I it. Just, I just feel like 
everything about Latour is so team-focused, but the winner is a person. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't make sense to me. Okay. <laughs> I, I just don't know how to handle it. And then you guys had some questions about the terms, Peloton and Gruppetto and all, all that kind of stuff that didn't make any sense to you. Uh, yeah, but I'm, but I'm losing care. interest. Like the Peloton <laughs> is like the big body and they're all together. Yeah, you, you did... You did talk about as as if there's a mind of the Peloton, and there's not. I mean, the Peloton is the main group of riders if they're in a group. So there'll be a breakaway that is a smaller group, and then the Peloton. And sometimes you'll refer to the Peloton as anyone in the bike race, so it depends. Like if you're not in the tour and you're talking about, well, I've been really honored to be in the Peloton, you don't mean the main group of riders. You mean the race. The race itself. Oh, like So you can confusing. use and then Gruppetto is a small group that's just... I don't remember Gruppetto coming Yeah, up. we didn't talk about Gruppetto. You can skip it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a small group of riders that are just trying to finish the race ahead of the time break. Because you, you have to finish within a certain percentage of time of the winner of each day's race or okay. else you get kicked out. Oh. So, so you can get eliminated. You can get eliminated. It's like a survivor. Yes. So if you're oh, in the mountains, that's a new twist. Yeah, yeah. yeah if I didn't you're, know about this. If you're in the mountains and you're sprinters, they'll all be in the back of the race and be like, "Okay, today it looks like we got to finish within an hour and a half." Is there a so? Do you get eliminated from the entire Le Tour or just for the day? Out. So, is there a minimum number of uh, team members required to stay in the race? What if you know four of your team members get eliminated, and all of a sudden there's only four oh, bikers yeah. left in your team? Good question. That. You do need a certain number on the time trial, team time trial, team time <laughs> trial days. Yeah. Um, I think it's five that you need to have. Okay. Um, but your team, uh, I believe you can continue in the race itself with fewer than eight. I mean, huh. fewer than, fewer than five, down to two or one or whatever. Yeah. Wow. So, like, has there ever been a time that only one crossed the finish line in the team? In the team time trial? In, the, the, like, the whole race. I don't know. Maybe. That would be interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's something to research. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the winner, yeah. explain the stuffed animal. Oh, yes. Okay, so the Credit Lyon is the sponsor of the yellow jersey, and their mascot is a lion. What does the yellow jersey mean? Uh, that is the current leader in the general classification race. So okay. it's the winner. The main winner, yeah. Uh, you also, Yeah, you also mentioned, you know, if there's a green jersey every day, that's not the—, the I mean— in the four, the points, King of the Mountains points, general classification time, whoever is in the lead in each of those gets a jer- gets the jersey. It's not like for that day's racing. You don't get a green jersey for today. It's your total. Whoever's in the lead in those competitions gets the jersey that day. Okay. If that makes any sense. I think so. I'm still stuck on the, the lion. Lion. Sorry. I mean, if this Credit Lyon were not the sponsor, would they give out a different type of stuffed and so what do you do with the lion do you, do you have to like cuddle it while you're biking yeah no you you get it, it at the big? end of, and no it's a you know a, okay you know 10 inch 18 inch i don't know so you it's could put it inside small. your shirt maybe you could but you don't actually have to bring it with you there's no oh, okay. no um is there like a a ceremony or a presentation where someone receives the lion? Yes. Yeah. After every day's stage race, there's a podium presentation of the you know, top three finishers for the day. Whoever's in the King of the Mountain jersey, that's the polka dot. Um, whoever's doing the most climbing. All the, f- the four jerseys, white, yellow, um, green, and polka dot. 
get handed out, and they are all given by podium girls. Oh, of course. Yeah. Bicycling has uh, podium girls at every race. Huh. One or two women, I think it's usually two women who come out, put on your the jersey on you if you're whole, if you're what? a jersey winner. Well, I mean on your on your other shirt, like you're, you're. But they put the green jersey over your current jersey, and give you a kiss on each cheek, and <laughs> it's kind of weird. It is weird. But every race has podium girls, and they're every not podia girls. They're not <laughs> no, because there's only one podium. It's it's podium girls. But they climb it regularly. Are there podium boys in girls racing, in so, lady bicycling? So the women's cycling, I this was interesting. I have I, I've listened to a few races, but I don't. I've never seen them, and I'm not sure if I would be more upset if they had podium boys or podium girls in women. Like hmm. if it was just a flip, then you're like, oh, that's kind of dumb. Like why? You know that that recognizes that it's a sexualized thing or gen- yeah, yeah, gender yeah, thing, yeah. and then it's like that's gross. Yeah. And then if you have podium girls for women too then it's like well that's weird too yeah huh. <laughs> they should just do away with the practice perhaps that would be great yeah yeah <laughs> but it's weird it, is weird it, it's really weird it is weird i mean for when i was a kid um before greg lamond won i thought it was like the iditarod or whatever where it was just like here's where you start cannonball run kind of like here's where you start here's where you finish go you can decide to sleep or not it turns out yeah that's not at all <laughs> <laughs> That would be more exciting. Yeah, yeah. They do it 21 times over 23 days. That's that's insane. I don't think I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch ruled. it next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ken and I have decided, no thanks. <laughs> no thanks, Latour. <laughs> Adieu, Latour. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, Ben. Yeah, you're yeah, welcome. Thank Appreciate you. all that. I thought I learned a whole bunch two months ago, and now I learned it all again. So Yeah, you have to unlearn what I thought I taught you. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, like, some of the stuff Emily told us was ridiculous. And then you took you took some of it and made it less ridiculous, and then you took some of it and made it, like, More. just ridiculous in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then maybe added some other ridiculous things as well. So I, I'm not sure it's any less ridiculous in the end. I don't, Thanks, Ken. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it is. I, I'm confused why – I mean, this gets into a different topic altogether. All I don't quite understand why people, like – why people like sports not in the sports are not interesting but like what about it you know i mean i know like people who like formula one and they're like oh the drama throughout the season is super interesting the stories and you know like it's kind of like i don't know why people like the the tour de france or the professional biking it's weird okay (laughs) yeah i think we agree with you there (laughs) i think that's kind of the premise of our show (laughs) fair enough (laughs) so our lightning round today um we were going to be um Doing a little quiz with Mary Jo, but she's not here. So Ben's just going to have to try to fill in as best he can. Emily had a whole month to prepare the show knowing that Mary Jo wouldn't be here. I know. It's really unfair. she couldn't be bothered to rewrite this segment. I got busy. I'm sorry. I had to <laughs> go to Target a few times. Um, so, Ken, I'm curious to know if you can um, <laughs> accurately tell me the number of players that are on the field for each of these team sports. Okay. Um, <laughs> and for, I'm for each team or total. I'm just talking about for each team. Thank you. Okay. Yes, not oh, okay. not total, okay. but like for each side. Okay. 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 Soccer. Twelve. Oh wow, he's that... really close. Oh okay. It's eleven. I was just trying to picture it in my head, and I yeah, I don't. I can't picture a ton of people. Okay. Wow. 
Um, I'm good at this. Yeah. yeah. Hockey. Oh, um, eight. Wow, Ken, you're really good at this. I thought you were going to say like 30. I'm really sorry I underestimated you. Well, I'm glad Ben asked the clarifying question because I probably would have been doubling all these numbers. Uh, well, hockey's actually six. Okay. The next one is the one that really tripped me up, and I'm still not sure I believe it, um, but basketball. Oh, um, 20. That's what I said. Yeah. What's the answer, Ben? Five. What? <laughs> right. That's, but then That's who impossible. are all those people on, right. on the field? Who are those people on the on court? The court? There's only ten people on the no, court. No, that is that's, not nope, simply not true. That's definitely not true. They're they're huge. They're I know they're huge, tall. but there's no way there's only ten people on the court. So is this true in like college basketball, <laughs> women's basketball, men's basketball, just all basketball? Yeah, there's five. It's not just when they're playing two on two. You know, <laughs> right? The NBA has the sixth man award for the best person. You know, most productive bench player. And the, the reason they call it the six man award is because there's five, and then your sixth man who comes on. No, I'm still gonna. I'm yeah. sorry. This is fake news. I don't, I don't think. I don't think that's right. I think you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. Enough. Okay. We can agree to be wrong. Okay. <laughs> I'm just speaking my truth, Ben. <laughs> um, beach volleyball. Oh. Six. Close. Two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. In regular volleyball, it's. Six or yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, There's you, only two in beach volleyball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I kind of threw you for that one. Yep. Um, football. Uh, thirteen. Wow. Also really close. Football only has eleven. I was going to say twenty-five. Okay. But the answer is only eleven. Um, but a team is actually made up of forty-five players. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah. They're very specialized. So there's like one of each. Uh, I shouldn't even ask right now, but I just. But there's like a, a couple of like running backs and a couple of whatever half backs. Yes. Quarterbacks, full. Oh wow! I just realized that's like <laughs> <laughs> math. <laughs> so do so the quarter and quarterback never two never, quarterbacks never. No. make a half back. And then somebody told me there's a cornerback, and I was like, no, 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 that's quarterback. <laughs> Right, a and they were like corner, and I was like quarter. <laughs> You're mispronouncing that. Uh, <sighs> Moving on. Okay. Theo actually said to me, my son, sorry, said, um, "Mom, I think everything you learned about football you learned from Ralph Wiggum." <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. That's yeah. Uh, lacrosse. Oh God, I have no idea. I can't even. I don't think I've ever even seen a lacrosse game on television, so I can't even picture <laughs> I'm not the field. even sure everyone's anyone that's ever been on television. Ben, do you know this one? Mm, no, is it like 11, like soccer? And Close. It's only 10. 10. Mm. 10. Sorry. Nice not, work, Ben. Is there a goalie in lacrosse? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because the goals are pretty small, right? But do you have someone playing goal? Is this, is this how you guys do it every every time? You just start wondering about sports and be like, I've, I, if, there's a, if there was a way for us to learn this, I don't know what Have it you is. heard the show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have. Okay. Yep. Um, roller derby. Oh, wow. I've also never seen a roller derby match. Um, I'm going to say 12. Close. Ben, do you know? No, six. Five. I had no idea. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So the same as basketball. Yeah, well, no. I mean, <laughs> no, no. That's no, that's no. not right. Basketball's 20. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, you're not supposed to count the people around the court, right? Like on the we don't. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You, but you just think there's ten, twenty people on the court at least. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> at least next time the final four comes around and I fill out a bracket and I go to the party mm-hmm. uh, and the game is on, I'll just look and count the players. Yeah, and just be like, so can next, you, can you pause it? I want to next count. like March. March Madness. Yeah, so yes. March. Mm-hmm. I will let I will let you know that you were wrong. <laughs> Please do. Yep. Yeah, I'll I'll be with you okay. every step of the way. <laughs> um my last one's a, a little tricky, but okay. in in crew, also known as rowing. Oh god. If you're in an 8, how many how many people are on that team? If you're in an 8. Mhm. Can you tell me anything more about what in an eight means? I feel like I'm in a spelling bee and I'm asking for the, you know, like Use it in a sentence? Yeah, can you use it in a sentence? I am currently in an eight. (laughs) Uh, What is the uh, uh, country of origin of that that phrase? England. Um, Four. Close. Nine. So there's eight (laughs) rowers and a coxswain. I like how you, you say close even when I'm nowhere near. Because at least you're in the single digits. Yeah. I mean, but like I went the wrong direction. True. 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 But you have eight rowers and an eight and then uh, one person with the megaphone, the oh. whatever they're saying. But should that Paddle, count? paddle, paddle. <laughs> that feels more like a coach or a, an umpire or something. No, they're actually a teammate. Wow. Okay. Um, that's all I got. What makes a good coxswain? Uh, as somebody who doesn't get seasick? <laughs> That's fair. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe somebody who's not good at rowing but is tiny and bossy. Or huh. someone who is good at rowing but doesn't loud, have the arm. But maybe you don't need to be loud because you've got the bullhorn. I don't know. Do they have? Do they all have bullhorns? The I mean, rowers? That, no. The cox. Is that a typical or is that stereotypical? I don't. These are all great questions. I think we might need to do a crew episode. Yeah. You must know someone who I, I think crews. I know a couple people who've done crew. Yeah, I know I know a few. It's one of the few sports that's like jumped from, you know, just doing that motion to the gym, right? There's one machine now where you can just be like, oh, look, I can pretend I'm in a boat. Uh, yeah, there's no lacrosse machine. Right. <laughs> right? So people who do crew should be honored. Yeah. Huh. I thought you were going to start that quiz with baseball just because like – I don't know, I feel like that's, that's unknowable, like... <laughs> right? I mean, you've got all the basemen, base people. I think it's nine, right? I knew that one, and that's, I think, the only one I know. But then I get so confused with, like, the the blue. The blue. The, the blue. You don't actually, I mean, that. I guess that person's not the on the team. Ump is not on either team, right? Do you know how right. many, I mean, how many umps are, oh, how many officials are in all these sports? That'd be a good one. Ooh. Oh, wow. that's so... Like how many basketball? Uninteresting. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. There, no. With basketball, there must be like 40 umps on the field. Oh, maybe that's then. the confusion. That's yeah. true. There's 45 <laughs> umps and five players. Yeah. That must be right. Right. And then the, the and guy guess, on the three-point line who decides if you're actually in the three-point zone or not, right? Yeah, He's got I, the flag. He's not an ump, but yeah. Whatever. A chair, ump. Ref. Ref. <laughs> oh, that's obviously why this is so confusing. Why are you yeah. looking at me like that? I don't know the difference between an ump and a ref. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I do either. I don't know. Well, I stumped Ben. I think it just depends on, I think it's part of the dibs for sports terms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Wow. Okay. Well, okay. listeners, if you um, if you ha- uh, have experience with rowing, or if you can explain the difference between an ump and a ref, or if you have anything else to add about our episodes, please visit us on Facebook at slash third and forty, <laughs> or or Twitter, or Twitter at third and forty. The number three R D A N D. The number four and the number zero. <laughs> um, and uh, tweet at us. Leave us a comment. Um, feel free to even go on iTunes and leave us a rating and review if you're interested. Yeah. Hopefully this has been a more um, educational than usual episode for our listener. Hopefully it's a uh, more accurate Wikipedia than our previous Wikipedia episode. Yeah, yeah I, I doubt it. I think there's probably just as many people mad listening to this as, as ever. That's <laughs> yeah, possible. I hope so. I mean, although you, no one told an entire group of people that their passion was worthless, like you did with the Get Rid of Olympics episode. Well, but we were, I mean, we were right. Yeah, and I don't think we told them their passion was worthless. We just told them to, like, form their own World Cup. Right. We just said, if you want to do shot put, that's on you. Yeah. Find yeah. a place to do it. Right. Right? Right. On that note... Wow. Thanks for joining us on this very special episode. Of Thanks for guesting, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I hope Mary Jo's back soon. Me too. Me too. I, I we, hope we miss you, MJ. We do, but I, you know, I hope she can reflect on her right. actions. Right. Yeah, I hope she's learned something from this. I do too. Great. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, listener. <laughs> <laughs>